All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. This is a Web Canopy Studio production. Robin Gloves, John Scott, and Tim Wurzberger. Hello, everybody. Hope you're having a good day. I know I am. I know I am. It's Tim, a great what day. about you? This is the first time we've recorded during the day in, in a while. Nice. A month or two. Sunlight. It's starting to be springtime a little bit. I was having a good day until I walked in the office and you told me I'm getting dragged on Twitter. You are getting roasted right now. By who? So, what was the show that you were on this morning? Who cares? I don't know. Leafs, Leafs something. Some Sportsnet or something. So um, this is how it works. They'll text me the night before, two days before, and say, hey, do you want to come on and talk Leafs? And I'll say, sure. I don't know what we're talking about. I just go in pretty much blind. And then we just talk. Sometimes it's a lot of fun. Other times it's just very dull, lame stuff. And I think they just have me on to fill time. And that's what it was this time, where they just talked about boring stuff. What's the Leafs' issues? What do you think about this? What do you think? And I don't watch the Leafs' games for the most part. You know, I watch them here and there if I can catch them, but... I don't know what's going on in Toronto. I just, you know, speak on the normal talking points. And I walk into the office and you're telling me people are just roasting me because I said Patty Marlowe should be on the team. That's what they're missing. So that's, so that's the clip that they posted was just your, your little segment about, yeah, I think they're missing a lot of leadership and experience um, and not having Marlowe on the team. And, yeah, Toronto Twitter. And, by the way, I'm coming from Boston, right? Like, And I've always heard that Toronto's a kind of a crazy fan base. And I've seen it in bits and pieces, but this is it right here. This totally irrational, angry, like yeah, just yeah. it's it's like watching like one of those teams in Europe, like those passionate fan bases for the soccer leagues. That's exactly what it's like. Yeah. It's just like this uh and I can just see now how, how stressful it must be to play under that microscope all the time. And they're proving my points about yeah. I said no one wants to play there because of that. And it takes a special player to thrive under that pressure. And they do miss Patty Marlowe. I feel like when he was on the team, those young guys performed better. They had a little role model and someone on the ice and in the room to kind of shield them and show them the way. And apparently it's not going over well. Oh, my gosh. It's just – it's it's sarcasm. It's name-calling. <laughs> it's swearing. Really? Yeah. Like, why are we listening to a guy that couldn't even beat up Phil Kessel? <laughs> That's true. That's so funny, the Leafs lunch. The one that got away. Well, good for them. Let let them chirp. I, I'm I'm all about just kind of rising above it, Tim. I could respond with a, a mean tweet. I won't. 
I have learned from the failures and speed bumps of my colleagues. I'll just leave it at that. So let them let them chirp. Let those pigeons peck away. They're not gonna. They're not gonna affect me. Let's talk about Canada. Oh, Canada, indeed. So we're we're batting around ideas, and I, Tim had a good idea. It was who will be the next Canadian team to win a Stanley Cup. The last team was Montreal in 1990. When was it? Two. When was it? I don't know. It was it was a while ago. Montreal was the last one to win the cup. I want to say ninety four, but I know the Rangers won it that 93. year. Ninety three. Ninety three. So Montreal was in ninety three. Who's going to be the next team to win the cup? There, are, if you're at, if this question was posed five years ago, it would be tough. There wouldn't be very many options. Maybe Vancouver. I would have said, Dines. yeah, maybe Vancouver or Montreal when Price was at his peak. They had some competitive teams. Vancouver almost won it. Lost to those Bruins. Yes, sir. So ever since then, it's just been Tanksville for the Canadian teams. They really haven't had many bright spots. Winnipeg's always been there. Maybe it's their year. They have the you know the good defense, a lot of good ingredients. Vancouver's been slowly rebuilding ever since they lost the Sedins. Montreal's just been a train wreck, and they continue to be a train wreck. And Toronto, everything's there. You got all the ingredients to make a nice meal. They just, for some reason, they taste terrible. I don't know why. Edmonton, they have a couple real good pieces. They haven't managed to put the tertiary parts around them to kind of make a full-fledged run at it. Who else are we missing out there? Ottawa? Calgary. <laughs> Ottawa. <laughs> Calgary. Did you talk about them? Calgary. They're they, See, they have a good team, too. They're a great team. I don't know what great. They're a good team. They're a great team. I think they're right... Right in the same category as Edmonton, Toronto. My okay. Should we go through team by team? Let's do it. The and the prospects that they have. The let's dra- start with the the team, the Canadian team that's highest in the standings, and that is the Edmonton Oilers. But not by much. Not by much. Yeah, they're only ahead of them by a few points. Like they're four points ahead of Calgary in the Pacific Division. Okay, so we'll go with. The Calgary Flames. So, initial thoughts on Calgary. What do you think? So, we start with Calgary? Is that who we're talking about? Edmonton. Edmonton. Sorry, I'm like losing my mind here. All right, let's start with Edmonton. Now, my hometown team was born there. They have, well, the, the thing they got going for them is Dreinsidel. McDavid. Yes. Like, that's, you can basically win a Stanley Cup with those two guys alone. Or can you? I mean, in different eras, that would have been all it would, would have taken, right? It's not the same case anymore with the depth that teams have and the and the you know the the uh, defense they're shutting down. But if you ask me which team I'd like to see win the cup, it would be these guys for sure. I would love to see Edmonton win win the cup. Based on what? Just personal preference. I mean, I I've been a fan of of the Oilers since you know as my secondary team behind the Bruins for since like the Horkoff Hemsky days. No and, kidding. And where they drafted um, Taylor Hall, that was a big deal, obviously. And they had like what four first round, first overall picks in five years, something yeah, they like had that. Yakupov, they Nugent had Hopkins. Nugent Hopkins. Yeah, they had a bunch of them in a row. Um, Everly and, was up there. Yeah. Yeah, Everly. Yeah, they had a you know some swings and misses, all good players, but um, I would love to see them win it. I don't know if the goaltending is going to take them there the way they have what they have now. Uh, Koskinen and Smith, both solid goaltenders. Serviceable goaltenders. With the right team in front of them, is this the right team? I don't know. I mean, like, I'd love to see them win, but I don't. How, how do you pick them to beat like a, a Vegas or even a Colorado, St. Louis? Like, it is much like 
a lot of other Canadian teams, their their forwards are really, really high end forwards. Their defense is the big question mark. They could put up points with the best of them. Like, especially with they have Neil, they just pick up Tyler Ennis. Zach Cassian is a decent player. Like Nugent Hopkins, they have a good forward group. They get that Athanasiu. Yep. Like they have some guys who can fly and put the pucks in the net. Where they run into trouble is can they keep the pucks out of the net? They have like Larson. They lost that trade for Hall. Uh, yep. He's a good player, decent player. They got Darnell Nurse. I like him. After that, like they pick up Green. He's he's okay. He got hurt. He got hurt. That's right. He got hurt like right away. That's right. Game one, I think. Yeah. So what is it? Knee or ACL? Something, Something like, that. like that. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's done. That's the big question mark. Can they? rely on their forwards to take the pressure off their defensemen in the playoffs that's tough to do teams clamp down even more on defense and they they game plan if you have seven games to game plan for mcdavid you're going to limit him to one to two goals a game that line if they're only putting up two goals a game as opposed to the four and five they do in the regular season which they do they put up four points a night you're going to win the game right especially against an edmonton defense like that Especially like the the best defense will say, look, okay, I'm going to take your best forward or your best two forwards out of the game. You need to beat us with your third, fourth, fifth secondary scoring, right? And I don't know if these guys have have that secondary scoring to do that. I don't think they do. Like they, they're good players now that like I like their pickups, the Ennis, the Athanasiu, like James Neal is good, Nugent Hopkins. That's a good second and third line. I just I don't know. I I don't see the back end being able to to keep up with the other teams in the league. I like I wish they win the cup too. I, I like that team. I like the coach. He's a former coach of mine. So I don't they're not my pick for the next Canadian team to win the cup. So I was gonna bring that back. Like they gotta be at least in the discussion, right? Of of the Canadian team that they're in the, the top, top three. Two they or would three. be my number three. Number three, okay. Yeah, of the Canadian teams that I think will win the cup. Okay. They're my number three. Are they, what are they in your top seven? Because there's seven Canadian teams yeah, um, I'm gonna let's do the standings after. Let's break down the teams first. All right, I just I just gave it away. My number three. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so the next on the list, who is it? Calgary. Calgary Flames. Their rival in Alberta. What are your thoughts on Calgary? To me, they're a similar makeup of a team. Maybe a little bit more experienced. They've got they've gone on playoff runs before. Where Gaudreau has seen more conference finals games than than McDavid has. Right. Like these guys. Um, same with. Uh, uh, Sean Monahan there, who's having another great season. Kachuk is a gamer. Like these guys are, these are good players. These guys have probably more two-way style to their game, a little more experienced. Defense is definitely better. Defense is really, really good. Um, they've got Brody. They got Giordano. They got they traded for Gustafson at the deadline. Hamannick, Hannafin, all good players. Um, they got the ingredients that you would expect to be a deep run in the playoffs. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Riddick I, I, question mark, not really proven in the playoffs. Talbot, I, I'm I'm not throwing him out there in the playoffs, not a chance. So again, defense or goaltending question, good good defense. Their forward group, top end loaded. I would say their two first two lines are really really high end. Then once you get to the third and fourth line, like you got the Lucic and the Ronaldo and the Tobias Ryder, the Mangiapani, like they're not guys who are going to go out and score. Out of the fourth and third line, what you want is in a five or ten game span, or even a seven game series, we'll say, you need your third or fourth line to win you one game. They need you need to put up at least one goal from those lines every game, 
and in one game they got to put up three. And you look at like the great playoff teams from the last few years, Washington, Chicago, Boston, they all had that. The depth. Yes. You need that third line, Blues. especially the third line. Oh, my God. The Blues' fourth line last year was unbelievable. Unstoppable. Yeah. And it's just you need that going into the playoffs because, like we said, you're, you're going to negate the first couple lines by just the game planning, the defensive match matchups. Like, that's what coaches live for. Like, okay, we're going to take away McDavid. You're going to play against him. You're going to play against him. As soon as he's on the ice, I want you on the ice. Like, it's, it's a fun little chess match in the playoffs. What they don't game plan for is a third and fourth line. So that's where you need to make hay. And I just don't see Calgary having it. I really don't. Like, I love their first few lines, like Backlin and Gaudreau we talked about, and Kachuk is a star. But I – no. I'm, they're not going to win the Cup. Not well, that's not the question. Yeah. Are they in your top three? Well, I thought we weren't doing okay, rankings. Okay, well, wait. One one question I do have. Um, do you think, given his his past performances in playoffs and in past lives, I guess you want to call it, does Lucic become a factor for them at all? If no. They, if they go on a run? I don't think so. I think even less of a factor because the games get more amped up, they get faster, they get more intense, and I just think he gets left behind. Does you does it feel faster at ice level in a playoff game? Is it without a doubt? Is it it's tangible? And not, mind you, I've only played four playoff games, right? But it was noticeably faster. And I've been around playoff games. I was with you know the Hawks and the Rangers, and like I've been around playoff hockey. It's noticeably faster. Got, every shift, it's just like all out because you never know what what mistake's going to cost you the game. In one game, is a series potentially. So it, it's there's no room for error in the playoffs, which is fun. But yeah, it's uh. It's a whole different ball game. But Cal- I like Calgary's makeup. I think their window is almost over. I think I for some reason their defense Based on what? Their defense isn't the youngest defensive core out there. Like I I don't know. I just for some reason I feel like their window was like 2 years ago, but I guess their only old defenseman is Yordano. He's my age. He's old as I mean Hannafin's young. Brody's probably middle middle of the pack there. Yeah. But their forward core is still so young. Kachuk is young. Gaudreau is young. Lindholm's young. I guess when I look at scary teams and I go into a rink, I've never been scared to play Calgary. Yeah, they're not like, intimidating. You anybody. don't look at their lineup and be like, "Whoa, heads up!" Like these guys are. You got to watch out for them. That's just that's just the vibe I get. Is there a player that in the league that a fan base, an opposing fan base, is going to hate more in a seven game series than Matthew Kachuk? He's going to be up there, right? Yeah. He's going to be so tough to play against and just like such a such a demon. I hope so. I hope he shows up and plays that type of game. I, I know he can. Like, I hope so. I, I love in those long playoff series when there's just a rivalry. Like, if they match up with Edmonton first round, how, how great would that be? Oh, yeah. Like, that would be so, so great. But I don't know. Calgary, so far, the first two Canadian teams we've mentioned, they have legitimate chances to win the Cup in the next five years. Even the next 10. They're set up the right way. They're built the right way. They still have their draft picks. They have some decent cap space. They are okay. I like where they're sitting for the next 5 to 10 years, these teams. So good good on you, Alberta. You've done a good job. Right? Let's yeah. See, let's see. Who's next? Okay, don't tell me. Is it Toronto? Are we going by standing still? Yeah, well, that's I, I figured we were going. Are we going west-east? I don't yeah, know. it's Toronto. Okay. I'm going to try not to be bitter over what happened this morning with the Leafs Nation. <laughs> I'm going to try to put an even, even keel here. Non-biased. Okay, what do you think? Because i got to cool down here. 
So when we first discussed this question last night, my head immediately went to Toronto. That was my gut instinct out Toronto. Um, I still see them as being the, the best Canadian team when they're at their best as a team, um, even when they're not playing like it. I see them as like when they have it on, they're the, they're going to be the hardest to beat compared to any of the other teams. What it's, are what are those reasons why? Um, I think it's going to be probably their forward core is is deeper than the rest. I mean, like it doesn't get higher as far as potential with than McDavid and Drysaddle, but like Matthews, Marner, Tavares, and and kind of go down the line there. I think I just see them as being the the deepest threat as Even well as like yeah, they got Kerfoot, Kapanen's a pretty good player. They got Nylander, Spezza, Tavares. Like they have a good forward group. I also think that when he's on his game, uh, Anderson's better than any oh, of the goalies we've discussed so far. Barry. I thought you were going to say Tyson no. no, no, no. Freddie Anderson. I think he's better than the other goalies we've discussed so far. Riddick. Well, yeah. He's, he's better than the other Canadian goalies so far that we've talked about. That's a no-brainer. Not always. I Edmonton mean, you asked, Calgary, Canadian, you asked, I mean, based on the tweets I saw today, like they think he's just a piece of wet cheese. Well, compared to Edmonton Calgary goalies, he's, he's better. Yeah. And it's just the Leafs fans. It just drives me crazy. If you look at his stats... He is down this year. He he's having a off year when it comes to like pucks he should save this and that, all the analytics. He's still a good goalie, like he's still a decent goalie. I would take him over the goalies they have in Edmonton and Calgary. Myself, yeah. I mean his stats aren't better this year, but again, game on the line in the playoffs. You want Anderson out of those out of that group for sure. Well, over the Campbell kid for sure. Yeah. Well, I meant compared to the other the other teams. Yeah. Goalies. Well, we haven't mentioned all the other Canadian teams, but so far. So what's your take on this? They, again, they are set up for success. They should be. They have hit the lottery with the draft the last few years. Marner is a superstar. Matthews is a superstar. They won the Taveras lottery. Those three forwards are top three out of the 10, 15 forwards in the league. Like, they have a really, really, really great group of forwards. Their issue starts on the back end, and it starts at the way they play the game. And this is why this interview I did this afternoon or this morning was so frustrating. I, sh- I, I wish I wouldn't have answered their questions and I just would have talked because the Leafs need a system. And that's why I, I mentioned Patty Marlowe. He knows how to play the game, he knows how to play defense, he knows how to win hockey games. The Leafs don't know how to win hockey games. They don't. They like to score goals. They like doing the fun stuff when you play games. They don't like doing the things you need to do to win the games. Get in the lane. Get the puck out. Back check hard. Win the wars along along the blue line. Like those are big parts of the game when you're, you know, five minutes left, you need to you need to keep a goal out of your net or get a goal. Like they're crucial, crucial parts of the game. And the Leafs just don't have that. You watch Matthews and Marner and Nylander play defense. They're just floating. They're not locked in on where the defenseman is or where the centerman is. They are more concerned about, okay, I want to get in the rush. And that's great, but in the playoffs, you can't do that. And it's it's frustrating to watch. That's why that's what's holding them back, their mentality, their mindset. They Unless they have a big change, identity change, they will never win. That's my opinion. I think it's also a little easy to say the reason the Bru- that they haven't moved on is because just, they don't match well against the Bruins. And if they had just gotten a different first-round matchup, they would progress, right? No, it's- that's BS. They, they would match up against anybody. Yeah. It's 
it's a perfect example. You take a player, Pasternak, Marchand, and Bergeron. Bergeron. Those are three great players. If you set them across of Matthews, Nylander, and Marner, the talent is on the Leafs. Tavares. Like, the talent is on the Leafs' side. But talent only takes you so far. Then your hockey smarts come into play and your will to win, that comes into play massively. Like, they just want to win more. Like, Bergeron knows how to play hockey. He knows how to play defense. He knows where to be. Those skills can be learned. What can't be learned is the ingrained thing on your soul that makes you want to do it. Like, I want to skate back hard because I know if I don't, I'm going to get scored on. Versus you look up and it's a three-on-three and you just go, you know what? They got it. I'm going to change. That's not how you win games. You go back to make it a three-on-four, you outnumber them, and you take the puck. The Leafs don't have that mentality. I don't think those guys have been through the wars. I don't think they've been through the grind. I don't want to get into a generation war, but those guys grew up coddled probably. They just got patted on the back all the time. You're the best. You're the best. Go out there. Oh, you back check? No, you don't have to. It's just not part of their DNA, and that is why they won't win. They don't have that ingrained in them. That's my take. It's going to be a big test for them this year to be matched up against the Lightning in the first round, where they can't use the Bruins as an excuse anymore. This is the first time in five years. You are getting ahead of yourselves that's if they make the playoffs they're They're only one point up on florida right now i see them making the playoffs it's so funny last week i said they're in it for sure the week before that i said they're dead man walking yep and now they're right back to where they were before where they're one game one point ahead of florida and they've lost three in a row they lost one in a row they went well they overtime win they went Uh to california they got one pointer there in three games versus the three worst teams in the the league arguably and yes. it's just, it's crazy how up and down they are. It's very frustrating to watch. You just want to shake them. Like, Where Florida's out. won two in a row. Yeah. So it, they are by no means a lock for the playoffs at this point. Not even close. Not even close. So we'll see how it goes. But Toronto, listen, it's there. But you know how you build a house? You build it with a nice foundation. You pour the concrete. They're already building skyscrapers on sand. Like they, they need to build a base and pour the concrete. And to do that, you have to figure out how to play the game. And they have not done that yet. So they're building a tall building, but it is built on sand, my friend. And what happens to a building built on sand? It falls over. Got to build the foundation. Got to pour the, pour the concrete, put the rebar in. Make sure when you start building, everything doesn't fall apart at the first sign of adversity. And that's what happens to the Leafs. Do you want to see them make the playoffs? I would l- no, I don't. I don't. I think it'd be great if they they missed the playoffs. Plus, like, how do you not root for Florida or Carolina or something in that situation over Toronto? Um, I don't know. All right, let's keep moving. I, 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 part of Babcock's rooting against them. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> so next we have Winnipeg. Oh, again, we were just talking. If this list would have been made two years ago, I would have picked the Jets number one overall. They have just fallen from grace the last year their once stout defense that was the envy of all of the nhl non-existent anymore fell apart fell apart they were looking for defensive help at the deadline again they have the canadian teams they are looking really really good they have great forwards the jets line a where has he gone this year there's been no talk about line a 
It's He's got 27 goals, 62 points. I mean, not terrible, but not it's been good. it's been a quiet 27 goals. Yeah, he is he's their secondary option right now. I think Shifley, Wheeler, they've kind of overtaken him a little bit. I don't Kyle know. Kyle Connor. Kyle Connor is uh, he's really really good. He's the real deal. He's got 36. He's going to hit 40 this year. So, I just feel like Line He's got a like I don't know what's going on. He had that great year. Everyone was talking about him and Matthews like the race for the hearts, for the scoring trophy, for all this stuff, and then he's just he's just disappeared the last few years. So talking about their goalies, they have to be the, the best Canadian goalie, right? Hellebuck? No. Why do you say that? He's he's so good. Have you have you watched him? I would say Price over Hellebuck. Uh, I'd say Craig Anderson over Hellebuck. Freddie. Craig. Craig Anderson. Oh, yeah. stop that argument again. Here we go. You owe me breakfast. But I again. Their defense, it's it's a serve. They're they're a good defense. They're not a great defense. They can they can. Ah, they're not a good defense. Who am I kidding? They got killed by free agency, and then Bufflin left. And like the guys they trot out there, they do a decent job, but they're not going to win you games. If anything, they will lose you games. You're happy if they just kind of break even. They don't mess up too much. You yeah. know, like I don't know when you're when you're throwing out Boyu and Poolman and. Morrissey and Kulikov and Dylan DeMello and those guys. Like, you're not going to impact the game from the back end. It seems to be a trend for all these Canadian teams. Defense is a problem for a lot of them. That's a, te- it's, it's a problem around the league. Everybody's looking for defense around the league, except for a few teams. And yet here you are, unsigned. No, I, I wouldn't be able to sniff a lineup. I Listen, that <laughs> ship is sailed. I'm not even going to argue about it anymore. It's just worthless. But Winnipeg, they're, never, they're not on my list top they're they're not even in my top five i think their their window was i guess like it's still there but wheeler's not getting any younger shifley's like he's still decent age but man did they have a decent run a few years ago i thought that was their year everyone he predicted them they were the favorites they probably were the two favorites. seasons favorites like it was them in nashville i like their makeup i just don't think a they need to a few more guys in the back end, but they need more talent up front. I really do think that. But anyways, all right, Winnipeg, let's just move on. I don't want to talk about Winnipeg anymore. Who's next? It goes to Winnipeg, then it goes to the Montreal... Canadians. Right. Or Vancouver Canucks. I'll go Canadians first. Okay. Because I like Vancouver. I really do. I all do right. too. Montre- you do? I do. All right, Montreal Canadiens. I, if I was going to list... Well, I guess we are at the end. This is my last place team. This is number seven. You think Ottawa's going to win before them? Yes, I do. And this is why. Ottawa is stacked with draft picks this year and next year. They have, I think, something silly like nine picks in the first two rounds this year, and they got a boatload again next year. They're getting San Jose's first-round pick this year. They have their own first-round pick this year. They, They could get two picks in the top five. Those are impact players. They don't have any bad contracts on the books other than Bobby Ryan. Like, they have – if they don't mess this up, if they do this the right way, where they get the right picks, they do their due diligence and scout the right players, they could be dangerous in three years. They could really, really make some noise, which is great, crazy to think about that they're legitimately terrible. Like, their organization was in shambles. It still is. People are calling for Melnick – to sell the team, to kick them out of the league, this and that. 
I like where they are at just because they have hit rock bottom. They're not just waiting in the middle, just like, oh, well, you never know. We're competitive, but we're not competitive. We're competitive. We're... Like, they tanked. They traded everybody. They got rid of all their salary. They took a bunch of draft picks, and now they are ready to build from there. That's why I think they're in a better position than Montreal to, to be the next team to win the Cup. They're further along the rebuild? Well, Montreal just won't admit it. Yeah, they're in denial. They're in big-time denial. And I just, I don't know. Montreal, sorry, I got off, I got off base there. We're talking about Montreal. They, they don't have any superstars. They don't have any, I don't know. They just, they're middle of the rung. They got to get rid of Bergevin. They got to they just regroup, have a new mindset, get rid of the French coach. Like just, and I know that's not, they always want a French coach. I don't get it. Like, just pick the best coach that's available. The prerequisite doesn't have to be that he's a French-speaking coach. That drives me crazy. Pick a good coach. Get a good GM. They don't have to be from Quebec. That Like, they're handcuffing, handcuffing yourself when you when you try to do that. Price, they got to get rid of that contract. Like, I don't know. They just don't have any good players. Gallagher's good. Duran's a bust. Suzuki is good. He's shown some upside. But when your second-line centerman is Deneau, like, no offense. He goes from fourth to second-line center. He's a good player. He's not a superstar. There's nothing on this roster that makes me think, oh, man, look out for them. They're kind of stuck in no man's land, right? Because yes. they're not at the bottom. They're not going to be a lottery pick. They're not moving the rebuild, but they're also not even close to sniffing, like, a playoff spot, let alone seriously contending for a cup. The only reason people talk about them is because they're in Montreal. Right. If you put this team in the States, no one talks about them. It's because it's Montreal. They have high expectations because they won 100 Stanley Cups when there were six teams, and everybody thinks they're this great hockey dynasty. They're a, a trash heap right now, and it's on fire. Right, they're they're Minnesota right now. They're, yeah, they're Nashville. But I, yeah, they really are. Anaheim. They don't have any bad contracts other than Price, so I guess they could rebuild if they really did it the right. They got to get rid of Bergevin. He's he's the the anchor on that ship right now. They should have traded Price at the deadline. I don't they know could, why they didn't. They could not. No one's going to take on his contract. No. There are teams that need goalies. Yeah, no one's going to want to take on his contract. There's no way that someone would take on that massive albatross of a contract. It's just never going to happen. And he All still right. has like four or five years left. They are handcuffed for a long time. All right, moving on. Let's touch the Senators real quick. You've already started on them. I like where they're at. You know, they're tanking. Everybody knows it. They have... Really, no one on the roster. Well, I guess they have Duclair. They got pa- like, well, they traded Pajot. Who they? Whatever. They're a good team in three years. That's that's my prediction. They they sold everybody. That's what they should have done. They weren't going to win the Stanley Cup. That's what you do. You just get rid of everybody. Get draft picks. Now they hope their scouts and GM don't mess up. If they don't, they, they you know, if their first round draft picks work out well, what you need is a couple second or third rounders to be good players. Because then you can c- control them under contract for the next three to five years, and you can build with some veterans around them. That's how you win a Stanley Cup. Then you have your run. Then you sign those young guys to big contracts, and you you know you play like garbage for a few years. <laughs> like that's what happens. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. But they, this time next year and the year after, we will see how the scouts and GM have done. Yeah, that that's all there is to it over there. They. I hope they do good. I like I like Ottawa. When they're good, it's fun to watch them because then it just makes the Leafs losing that much more satisfying when Ottawa's winning. It's so great when the Battle of Ontario and Ottawa's just working them. All right. Last team. Is this the last one? Vancouver Canucks. 
I like this team. <laughs> I do too. I like the way they're made up. I like their defense. I honestly kind of like their goalies. Markstrom is pretty good. Yeah, he is. And Demko's not a bad backup either. He's playing well. Like, they have the makeup. Their forwards are young. They're exciting. No real big egos. They seem to know how to play the way that game the right way. Besser's not really a defensive stalwart, but he, he knows what to do. He's eyeing a comeback soon. They traded for Toffoli at the deadline. Mm-hmm. I mean, Pedersen is so sick. You got um, Horvat, Miller, like all good, good players. Quinn Hughes, what a revelation he's been for them oh, this year. Oh, so, so good. Unbelievable. Really, really good. Like, he just moves the puck well. Just a smart little defenseman. I, I like that team. Tyler Myers was a good pickup. Tanev is a good pickup. Like, they have the Alex Edler still there, still holding down the, the fort. And, and it's so easy for those guys to do what they do best when they have someone like Quinn owning the offense, owning the power play, right. owning the rush, and they can just play defense. It's I mean, what, so nice. It's so nice for them. The best partner I ever had was Brian Campbell. Yeah. Because he would just say, listen, go in there, take a hit, give me the puck. You don't have to worry about touching it. I was like, perfect. I played half a season with him. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It was yeah. so easy. He made, like, give me the puck, just get out of my way. When it's dumped in our zone, go in the corner to get, get smoked, and I'll come and get it. I loved it. It was so great. And to have, yeah, to have a guy like Quentin Hughes say that, Edler's perfect. He's like, oh, do it. And then give me the puck in the offensive zone and bombs away. I like this team. They're all relatively young. I just like how they go about their business. You don't hear about them in the news. They're not making waves. They're not going to demand big contracts. I just feel like they have the makeup for a Stanley Cup contender in a few years. And Pedersen is just like, he might be my favorite player in the league right now. I know. JT Miller. so, so fun. They have a good team. They, they really do. I like that Furland. He plays the game really, really hard. Erickson. Oh, my God. <laughs> Poor Louie. <laughs> Louie Luai. You know, he's, you stick him on the, the second or third line, not a bad third line guy to have. Not a bad third line left winger. Jay Beagle, good for the fourth line. Like, they have a good lineup up and down the roster. They have a good fourth line, good third line. No real, like, game changers. Pedersen's really, really good. Besser, if he gets in space, he's got a killer shot. I mean, Toffoli's got five goals in nine games since being traded for them. I wouldn't want to play them in the playoffs. I really wouldn't. They're probably God. really excited if they make the playoffs. They'll, they'll be all gung-ho. But I don't think they make the playoffs this year. But they're a fun team to watch. A very fun team to watch. They all could. Right. They're only a couple points behind Calgary. They could. I, I know. I Not know. likely. But you never know. All right. Should we rank them? Let's rank them. Rank them. Okay. Yeah. So are we talking about so next five years? Who will win the cup next? Probability so. based on the seven teams on the list. Okay. Let's go. My number seven is Montreal. Who was your number seven? Tim? I mean, I would have said <laughs> Ottawa, but you made such a compelling argument. I'm going to agree with you. Oh, my. Yep. So you're you're going Montreal with number seven. Yes. Who is your number six team? Um, At that point, I'm going to say Ottawa. I'm going Winnipeg. They are my number six team is the Winnipeg Jets. Who is your number five team? So what do we got left? Winnipeg, Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver, mm-hmm. Toronto. The fans are just... Winnipeg. Okay. My number five is, well, I'll go Ottawa number five. Just because there's a lot of unknowns. Yep. There's a lot of unknowns. If you ask me this question next year, it could be number one. They're, they are the wild card in this, where they could just 
skyrocket if they hit the jackpot in this draft and these kids come out of this 2020 draft are just like studs. Or they could be duds and they could be number seven. So we've used the same three teams in the bottom three. We have. So now we have the Western Canadian teams in Toronto. Yep. My number four, I am going with Calgary. I'm going to say Toronto. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. All right. All right. I've already given away my number three team. Which was who? That was Edmonton. That's Vancouver for me. Oh, really? Mixing it up here. My number two is Toronto. Calgary. My number one's Vancouver. Edmonton. Mm. I'm glad that we differed there. I'm glad we did too. I really like Vancouver for some reason. I just think, I don't know if it's that West Coast vibe I get or just the forwards. I, re- I like their defense. I don't know. I just like the sushi in Vancouver maybe. I'm going to get Ryan Miller on the show this week. That'll be fun. So we'll see. Who Should we put some breakfast on it? Well, gosh, this, this could go on for five. I'm like, we're not going to be friends in two years. Yeah. Once Hope- this show gets really, really big, you're gone. Hopefully. I'm upgrading for like somebody who is way w- Millbury or somebody. Yeah. Jay, I heard Ronick's available. How about that? How about that? That report card that the kid did or the the, the uh, book report? Oh, oh, yeah. So, so funny. Yeah. It was um, it was a joke. That was a joke of a report. No, card. it was it real. It had to have been. It was real. No, well, whatever. Very flattering. You got an <laughs> F on it for sure. Without a doubt. But anyways... I think that's it. Go Vancouver, go. Leafs Nation, take it easy. Maybe go and have a nap. Don't react yeah. so hard to a 10-minute interview. Go outside, take a walk. Chill out, Leafs. Holy moly, stressed out much. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Cheers. One, two, three. <laughs>